when he was talking, I was just sitting there, you know, cutting my wrist. <laughs> that would be a horrible oh. mistake with other people's dick. <laughs> All right, this well, so fast. you're welcome. We've gone off the rails. Bloody Bundle up, bitch. Welcome to the Trevor and Ian podcast. I just said the phrase jerk fest. All right, yeah, well, <laughs> that's one way to start episode 21. Oh my god, I'm getting there. So, yeah. Um, She's not going to put out. That's <laughs> well, yeah, probably true. I should um, talk about that. Yeah, we're. Uh, <laughs> no one knows what we're talking about. So uh, I just squeaked. Knows. I fucking squeaked. Everybody so, knows. Um, racial profiling and all that stuff. Our podcast is now legally old enough to drink, although it's been. We should have done two episodes <laughs> the yeah, last time. Yeah, we're having the same. Well, we're having a much worse problem. And the last <laughs> yeah. time that uh, we were supposed to do it, a fun story from the Ian front. The last time we were supposed to do the podcast, uh, Trevor, I was all mad at Trevor. He's like, I want to spend time with my friend who happens to be a female. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. I'm going to go run somewhere. So I went up to my former high school to run the track and because it's, it's always open. And uh, there was a group of um, police academy students who were running laps and whatnot. And one of them, as they were leaving, backed into my fucking car. I mean, she came and told me, so I can't be that mad about it, but she really fucked up my car. <laughs> she she did some damage, and it really bums me out, but it's getting fixed. It's just I did something good for my... I, uh, Trevor and I could have been recording the podcast, and my car could not be shattered. Um, yeah. Which is great. But luckily, most of the damage is bumper stuff, so all I got to do is replace it, and it's not going to be that big of a deal. I, I got... The most noticeable amount of damage, but the least amount of damage that, like, really fucks up my life for a little bit. So I'm happy about that, but still, man, she had to back into me really goddamn hard. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah. It doesn't really matter, but she she hit my car really, really hard. <laughs> Poor my car. <laughs> So anyway, how are you guys? And what's great is yeah. you didn't even end up hanging out with Jasmine that night, didn't you? Nope. Wow. Wow. Fuck the universe. We could have... No, I feel like it was cosmic punishment for something I've... I've, I've yeah, done. it totally was. Why did you yeah. get out on Trevor? Huh? Yeah, well, why, why, why are you taking that on, on Trevor? I'm not taking it out no, on No, we're talking about the universe, not you. Uh, no, the universe took it out of my car. Yeah. And God said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> God, God's been being a fickle bitch So how bitch do you guys usually do this at the beginning? Is it like a, what are we doing? What are we taking in? I'm just kind of talking. Uh, Everyone's on their phone except me, which is a rarity. I'm on a 3DS. Oh, you're on a 3 so, and now Oh, I'm man, there's a couple stories that we could have talked about on the game podcast that I totally forgot about. Okay. Motherfucker. Didn't segue him over. No, they, they involve movies, too, so it, oh, it'll okay. work. It'll, um, so, Timmy, when was the last time a nutsack was dragged across your forehead? Not that long. Not that long ago. Um, we did just hang out, so. <laughs> yeah, I like your, your overshirt. Is that fans? So, yeah. uh, oh. it's uh, iJeans. iJeans. Is that Apple's jeans? Is that? I guess so. I didn't did even... you get up to some hygiene? I feel really hip right now. That was now. awful. Yeah, it was, that was that was worse that than was Trevor. really time. bad. I called myself on it, but it was still bad. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was totally terrible. That was the worst. 
Yeah, there wasn't even anything there. Mm-mm. I'm not even. I'm not, no, we're not, we're not I tried. About. I just got off work, dude. It was a long night. Uh, look at that beard, by the way. I wish they I could know. see it. They can't hear it, but I wish they could. They can't hear my beard. It's so fantastic, you could almost maybe hear it. I'm going to rub my beard against the microphone and see if. Yeah, it just sounds like I'm crinkling paper. <laughs> um, so I have an announcement to make that I never thought that I would say. Um, so I've come to terms with the fact that I. I like the band Fish. Oh, I saw that on Facebook, yeah. I don't I don't know how. I don't know why. That's the very like hip hippie band, right? You could say that. I don't know, man. This story sounds a little bit fishy to it, me. With a PH and I I you know what? I I wanna say okay, so Earwolf Podcast Network did this show a while back called uh, Analyze Fish, which uh, was Comedy Bang Bang host Scott Ackerman and really funny human being. Uh, the creator of Humblebrag, Harris Whittles. Um, what a great name. Yeah, Harris Whittles, who is awesome. He's in this really great comedy band called Don't Stop or We'll Die that are actually really talented. Paul Rust is the front man. And he did this podcast for the sole purpose was to get Scott to like fish. And um, turns out the actual effect was I ended up liking fish. And and grant you, I, I do like a lot of... I like some types of jam bands. I still really fucking hate Dave Matthews Band because it's really generic shit. But at least, what, you know... What, I didn't mean to cut you off, but what uh, constitutes being... Because you're way more in tune. You're way more knowledgeable about this. What constitutes a jam band? Jam band, term. basically, uh, limited vocals uh, and a, uh, emphasis on a lot of jazz structures. Not necessarily jazz music, but it's, it's similar. It's just a lot of... Um, Lack of vocals, more or less emphasis on the musicianship and long jams. Essentially, just it's it's like it says, like it's basically a lot of um, changing tempos. A lot. Of, I mean, I guess you could call, qualify it in not so much like math rock, but like they're not the same thing. Yeah, a lot of it is instrumental, but a lot of it's just long form jam sessions, and the songs are characterized by being like thirteen minutes to twenty minutes long. And wow. sometimes, like if you're in like a live fish jam, there's gonna be like thirty minute. Long songs, but the, the thing about Fish is they've only had a hand. They've been together for like thirty plus years, but only have had a handful of studio albums. All their stuff is live, and every time they do a live show, every live show is recorded, put on a soundboard Facebook or a soundboard page, and you can buy that the tape from that show. Oh, so. They actually, most of they used to make all. They never made their money off of studio albums. All their money was made off of touring, and they just record their shows every night. And there's really good quality shows. There, you know, um, I got really into the song Harry Hood from them. Uh, most of their songs, it's not about the lyrical content. There, in fact, you don't get into fish for the lyrics. But Trey Anastasio, their front man, is a really fantastic guitar player, kind of a shitty vocalist. Like I'm not like hardcore. I'm not going to say like as far as. Uh, okay, Rush isn't a jam band, but they do a lot of long form, really good, you know, jams in the middle of their like stuff. Not, no, no. The jam Dead, man, the man. Dead is probably a more yeah. like Grateful Dead. I've never been a Dead. I'm not a Dead fan by any, any stretch of the imagination, or like Almond Brothers or any of those bands that did. You know, okay, okay. Um, that, okay. Rush is more of a progressive rock band, but they get lumped into like Dream Theater and Rush. They're they're long form jams and like a lot of their songs go a little long in the line like, like metal jam right yeah more or less if you meet a Rush fan you're probably going to meet that person being a Dream Theater fan too they, they kind of go hand in hand they 
Dream Theater is the rush of metal, basically. Okay. You know, um, like modern Rush, more or less. They've been around since the eighties, so it's not really. But oh. like Rush has existed in in every in the last four decades. I mean, no, nineteen seventies to last what five decades, and mm-hmm. they're amazing. Like, they had a new CD come out not too long ago. Too. Clockwork Angels. It's yeah. actually fucking fantastic, and it's real heavy. Like they go through periods where you know their early stuff saw them doing like the thirty minute songs, like twenty one twelve, and like um, uh, the entire. Hemispheres record is only like six songs, but one of them is like twenty-five minute long jam. Like uh, Lavia, La oh, I can't remember the name of the full song, but it's like a full-on like long-form jam. And after that record, they decided like no more thirty-minute songs. And then they put out fucking Moving Pictures, which is their magnum opus, and that had like Tom Sawyer, YYZ, uh, Red Barchetta, Free Will. Yeah, thank you. You know the song. I do. But then, like you know, in the eighties, they got real into like the synth stuff, and they put out like test uh, test for echoes and my personal favorite in fact it might be my favorite rush record it's called uh, power windows holy shit it's fucking amazing but this is not rush cats we had rush cats a few weeks ago i got real excited about rush i didn't even look at you were you getting that yeah. look on your face i'm sorry <laughs> but fish fish uh, a lot of their stuff is really long jams and, and I, you know they 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 get made fun of a lot for being like a hippie band or whatnot and but a lot of fish fans are in it not just for the drug culture they're in it for the I mean, Trey, Trey is sober now. Their singer is, you know, he's he's completely sober. I think the other guys might be sober. And they lost some of the joy, but I, as being new to Fish and, and not being completely sold on them, but liking them in general, yeah, I, I, I don't hate myself as much as I did yesterday when I first announced it. And it was weird. There's never been a band that I've ever said, I like this band, that I've ever felt a wave of relief come over me that I admitted I like the band. What was the name of that song you mentioned? What? The, the one, one from liked. Uh, Harry Hood, but the one that's going to get you into them is Farmhouse. And actually, that negates everything I said, because it's actually, it's only a four-minute song, and it's uh, it's mostly vocal-heavy, but it's actually a really pretty song. I just posted it to my Facebook, actually. Farmhouse by Fish, I think you'd actually enjoy it. Uh, train Song, Story of the Ghost, is really good. Harry Hood is a really good long-form one. The, I'll send you the best live version of it, but Harry Hood is fucking awesome. Okay. So that's fish cast. <laughs> and if oh, they, that works on two levels, cast. Yeah. And if they, oh, good job. He's working overtime today. And if they ever come, they they came to Post Gazette last year, and it was a really apparently really good show. I'd go see them. They play for like fucking four hours. They never really have openers. But the best part of them is they do like they do like stints at places like Madison Square Garden, and they'll do like they do like new new around New Year's or Halloween, and uh, they'll do like four different shows, four different nights of shows, and they'll never play the same the same song twice. They do four completely original sets and that's like I mean that's four hours of music granted they're long songs but you're still looking at a set list of 30 um, maybe 35 songs and you're doing different songs every night you have a vast fucking catalog yeah I wish people would stop inviting me to play fucking games on Facebook keep seeing like someone is. invited you to play Diamond Dash and I yeah, thought it was someone you have the floor Trevor I'm sorry that I talked about fish for so long alright well in the, the past week I, I watched Silver Linings Playbook. I might be going to see that which tomorrow. Which is fucking phenomenal. If if we don't get side Dude, effects, I'm going to see Jennifer Silver Lawrence Lines. is a sex addict, in it, right? Jennifer Lawrence has my boner oh. and heart. 
No, it's not really. <laughs> I thought that was what the whole. No, not was really. No, not really. She's not um, like sex addiction. Basically, her her husband died, and then she went through a phase. Okay, and that sort of thing. But it's really good. Like it's. <laughs> what is that? It it has a lot of good comedy in it. It's got a lot of good drama. I mean, it's it's very it's an excellent movie. Yeah. I mean, it's great story, great acting by everybody. I mean, De Niro's great in it. Bradley Cooper. It's like De Niro's first Lawrence. movie. The Long actually like respectable. Yeah, because he's been in a lot of shit. Yeah, he's been in a lot of crap in the past few years. <laughs> Who? De Niro. De Niro. But he's really good. Can we think of something good he's been in the last couple years? I thought so Righteous Playbook. I thought yeah. Righteous. I thought <laughs> Righteous Kill was going to be good because him and Pacino are in the film. But then Everybody I remember it, it's yeah. not Heat. Yeah, Heat it's is terrible. fucking Heat. Yeah, no, yeah. But no, yeah. Righteous Kill was fucking awful. I hated it. But but yeah, it it was. It's a good movie all around. It, I like the one about uh, Chum Righteous Krill. <laughs> I know. I know. But, I'm but sorry. yeah, I, no, I, like it. I, I would highly recommend seeing Silver Linings Playbook. It was it was really good. And then I just I started reading a bit of Alan Sepinwall's book. Um, the the uh, revolution was televised about how like HBO kind of started the TV revolution of the late nineties into the two thousands of how the the hour dramas oh yeah dramatic taken over. I mean it, it kind of started with Oz because it was the first one that kind of took that step. In, in like a way that nothing else has, but like Sopranos Weirdly is what, enough, colored, what did it. Colored talkies also started with Oz. <laughs> okay, um, but it, but how, how it talks about how the Sopranos was really like the the one that started to make, the stepping stone. Yeah, it was like the stepping stone. So I really I started watching Sopranos again. Okay, you're gonna say again. I thought you were gonna say it for the first time. No, I again, you, yeah. You were in. Have you seen the whole thing? Yeah, I've seen the whole uh, thing. Oh, yeah. it's great. It, really? And it's great oh, when you, yeah. can, when you so can watch them back to back. Have you seen it? Not all of them. I will bury you in an avalanche of cum. <laughs> you said about everything, though. Yeah, and then I decided <laughs> that I want to name a band Cum Avalanche, but C O M E. It sounds like a progressive rock band. I really like it. Oh, see, so me like Cum Avalanche. Cum Avalanche. Come get me, I like but... it, right? Yeah, actually. It's a good name, it's provocative. I think most people probably just think of Come Avalanche immediately, but then then people like us would think of oh you mean just like not like wave of well it would be a wave of babies I guess maybe Come Avalanche wave of babies it's your first single well no (laughs) I can't take credit for that's a Homestar Runner Teen Girl Squad reference (laughs) okay (laughs) Um, leader so and so but yeah so so like I watched like five episodes of Sopranos today (laughs) just to restart the first season yeah that first when the very first episode when he runs I just watched. College, which was oh god, one of the best episodes of the series. Okay, hold on, real quick before we continue, I I just gotta know top Sopranos episodes like that's up there. Down neck, no, not down neck. Uh, the uh, the the one with the Russian from season three when uh, Pauline and Christopher get trapped in the Pine Barrens. Yeah. Pauline Down Neck is good because that's the one where Chris Moltisani gets shot, I think, and he has that uh, that near death experience mm-hmm. where he's where he's in hell. The one, I mean, obviously when Big Pussy gets whacked in season two, uh, and then there's a lapse in a few of the seasons where there's like a few, like season three as all, Dr. Melfi getting raped was kind of a big deal. Uh, that was rough. I was 12 yeah. when I saw that and probably shouldn't have seen that. The psychiatrist? Is that who it was? Or, or yeah. Jennifer, Jennifer Melfi. You haven't Rain seen Bronco. all the Sopranos? No, just to miss some pieces here and there. Dude. You're missing out, dude. It's a great show. Dude. I know. It's like. You uh, really got to see Sopranos. A lot of people who wrote, who are 
Well, it gets comp- Mad Men gets compared to that sometimes. Well, I know Matt, it's weird. Matt Weiner was a writer on The Sopranos. That's, yeah, but they mean like in terms of pacing too. Uh, yeah, yeah. It it's not is. as you know, if if Mad Men had more people shooting each other, it would be The Sopranos. It's the same yeah. without the mafia and the guns. Yeah, basically, yeah. and without the awful accents, like it's. Yeah. But the first episode of The Sopranos, when they chase the dude down with the car and tell him that it's covered by yeah. his HMO, yeah, that's that one of my good. favorites. Now, I'm trying to think of season one when they hang the dude over the... They, they're just trying to hang the dude over the uh, bridge. Mm-hmm. And I think it was in college. They were hanging over the bridge and they end up drop the Irish dude and they drop him. Or when uh, they have to tell the... Oh, was it the Pakistani dude that they were going to chop his junk off with the bolt cutters? Jewish. That was Jewish. Yes. Dude. And the yeah. dude refuses to give him any information. That and when Chris's friend sells Meadow the ecstasy, yeah, and I think that was in season one, yeah, and they track one. him down because he speed, was but speed. Yeah. yeah, thank you because they were trying to study and yeah. oh, when Jackie Junior shoots Sonny when he breaks into the poker game, and then what happens to Jackie Junior later in season three? That's why season three is my favorite season of The Sopranos. It's so good, it's, dude. You it's need just, to, it's been so long since I watched through it, so like I, it's all flooded. Back yeah. to me, but that was a big part of my life. I mean, that show I was exposed to it way too goddamn young. You watched it when it was on. Uh, like yeah, it ended up becoming a family staple in my house. That the only reason my parents kept HBO was at Sunday nights growing up. I'm talking from I started watching it when I was probably 12, and and when I was like 13, when season three came on, that was like a big deal in my house. Like my parents every Sunday it was like me all. Everyone, Taylor, not so much. Taylor didn't really get into it that much. But me, Who was Ralph, like, what nine at the time or something? Uh, probably, yeah. Me, Ralph, Jack, my 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 parents. We all watched The Sopranos. That was like every Sunday Sunday night, dude. And it was like always a bummer when it when it went away. And I'm one of the only people that really loved the ending. I really yeah, liked I, the ending. I thought it was really good. Yeah. There's no other way to fucking end it. Yeah. Same with the what shield. Did you get out of it because I have seen the last episode. Um. I want to think it harkens back to that conversation that him and Bobby had on the boat where he's like, what do you think it feels like? And he goes, I don't think you, I don't, you don't expect this. So I don't think you're going to feel anything. And I think that that's what it was that he, when Meadow walked into the restaurant, the dude and the members only, I love the symbolism with the, all the old characters with the dude and the members only jacket went into the restroom, came back out Godfather style and just put a bullet in the back of Tony's head. I really think that that was the end of the show. And I don't think it needs an explanation because like you end it right there and I, I love anything that piss, pisses people off, I think. And that's such a good ending that, you know, and I, that fucked up Journey for me for a while. I'm not a big Journey fan, but Don't Stop Believing is a great song. And, like, a lot of people think that, like, Jersey Shore fucked up Don't Stop Believing and it did for a while. But the end of The Sopranos, I couldn't hear the song without getting really, really fucking sad for a while. That's such a good song. And Meadows having trouble parking the car. And she just walks in and just black. Is that like the, uh, like the the now widely accepted belief that he died at the end of it? Or you... No, it's that's to me. To it, everyone that I, I talk, think the that's thing was to the, leave it open. Yeah, or you could to, think what you want. You're supposed you could... to make your own exception, kind of like the end of the shield that you're like did. When he walks out the gun. Is Vic yeah. going back to his old ways, or the end of last season of Mad Men that you're like it's going to be answered? But if they could have just ended, that could have been a season ender. That, if, or that could have series ended. Series that's season actually was that last. See him where he walks out, and it's just the, the atmosphere. I the hope music. he comes back, and Megan's died in a horrible accident. That's how but much I. Are hate. you with me on how on season four being better than five? Then no, I think season five was fantastic because it's to the point where uh, when everything's happy, what do you? It's 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 that uh, it's that uh, uh, fucking uh, it's there's uh, it's. Uh, 
oh Jesus Christ, I'm thinking of the Louis C.K. bit, but there's also a band called um, uh, The World is a Wonderful Place I'm No Longer, or A Beautiful Place I'm No Longer Afraid to Die. They have a song that's based off Louis C.K. titled uh, Everything is Everything is uh, Great and No One's Happy. Uh-huh. And that's what the entire premise of season five of Mad Men is. Sorry, it took Pretty me so long to get there. Yeah. I apologize. But they said, you know, Pete, they introduced the, the gun, but even Matt Weiner is like, you know, spoiler alert, laying off himself. But the whole season was this kind of, he claims that he had no intention of it being a misdirect, but you think that Pete's going to off himself he all he, season. He didn't want that to be a misdirect? He didn't think There's it was. A, that's like the he, theme running for Pete, because he bought that gun back. And yeah. He, yeah, and there's a the thing, if you introduce a gun in the first act, it's going to be used in the third act, and we're dawning on the third act of the... But I think the ballsy move to to off lane is a that's a big deal. I mean that's yeah. that's soprano sized balls like you like whacking big pussy. Which that was is a funny sentence. That is, I was I laughed the first time you said it. I, it would, the way or whacking, oh, I can't. I I can't say it. I can't say it. The person who gets it outside of the strip club at the end of the series, yeah. the second to last episode of the Sopranos, which ends with Tony falling asleep with with one eye open while holding the assault rifle in the bedroom, was fucking great. But leading up to it and how the events of the second to last episode. The last episode was a quiet Kevin Smith-esque ending. But the fucking second to last episode was just the most nerve-wracking hour of television I've ever witnessed. I've never had more anxiety watching a TV show than that. Except for when Lem eats it on The Shield. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert, but Lem, I mean, if you haven't seen The Fucking Shield yet, watch The Shield. You're making a mistake. (laughs) Go watch The Shield right now. I promise you my next thing to finish watching is The Wire. I will finish watching The Wire. I need to watch the last two seasons. I have the last two seasons. I, I, I to, watched it here and there when it was on. Dude, it's it's the first three seasons are amazing. Yeah, I mean it. I will that show is just it's just so well acted and the story is just so good. Like once you like start watching it, you can't stop. Like that's kind of where I just hit Who the Sopranos because like I was just sitting there like half writing the article I was writing earlier and then also just kind of being like, man, Sopranos. <laughs> what's um uh, Springer Bell? What's his real name? Why can't I remember? Idris Elba. That, that, thank you. Thank you. Why? Yeah, Idris Elba. Luther. Oh, bro, she's in uh, the Wire. Yeah, he's in the Wire. He's in oh, the first Stringer three Bell. seasons. Yeah, Stringer Bell. Is he not Don't. in English? Yeah, he played. He's he's not. He doesn't. He has he an American accent. Okay, okay. Yeah. But he is English. Yeah, he okay. is English. I yeah. love when they kick his his nephew out of the uh, out of the tower, and he has to start selling on on the yard. Yeah, that's his nephew, right? That's yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but you know, what I'm talking. Yeah, about. the but like the one kid, uh, Michael was Michael B. Jordan. Was he? Yeah. Uh, from Friday Night Lights. Chronicle and Friday Night Lights, yeah. The the main kid from the, the young kid from the beginning of the show. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. But Jordan. That was um, like, that was one of his first roles. Now, yeah. when and he was do really we good introduce um, Omar? Omar's in the first season. Is he? Yeah. Because I just never hit. I, I like I watched the first four episodes of season one, was yeah. real involved, and just never caught back up with it. Yeah, you definitely need to. It's it's so, so good. Yeah. It's, I so know, good. and that's why I try to tell my. Um, and, and each season it changes because it changes like the setting. I want my, like part I want my dad. Yeah, I want exactly, my dad yeah. to watch it because a my dad works security for a lot of things. I mean, outside of when he does you know maintenance, I can't discuss where he works, but he works at several properties and not only is there the one in town but also one in Steubenville I can't discuss which one it is but he works there and the wire is essentially his life down there (laughs) 
it's not he basically said it's not a morning if he doesn't open the day with hearing gunshots like I get nervous with him working down there in fact yeah. uh, a week ago I actually lost one of my uh, my graduating classmates out there a kid I went to school with I was never really close to him we were always acquaintances and we uh, but we went to school since kindergarten um, there was a, I don't, I'm not sure if it was gang related but he I can't really discuss much of it but he uh, two kids two well not kids they were in their 20s but they um they got taken out by a 16 year old with uh with a probably nine millimeter Glock situation. Oh, but, I heard about that. Yeah, a kid I went to school with, you know, and it, it sucks for his family. But when you mire yourself in that life, you know that that shit happens. You get got like that's and you know I'm a white kid from the suburbs saying that and you know what no I grew up in low income housing I grew up in an area that you know you had to be careful if you're going to find needles on the side of the you know on the, by the curb and I, I grew up in a place that's effectively nicknamed the fucking zoo like that's that was my life now granted you when I lived there it was a nicer place but you know you, you you couldn't go outside at night sometimes you know you had domestic disputes where a husband would drag his wife's head across the curb she died and I was like four years old and that shit sticks with you man that shit sticks with you you know you grow up I didn't grow up in the hood at all and I'm a white suburban kid now but I grew up in a rough fucking area you know Mm-hmm. But so so you know I do have some sympathy for that you know people that live in low income housing because they are low income and that's what they can afford and they take care of their shit. But I also know there's a lot of low lives out there, man. That's yeah. and you know so watching the wire, it wasn't as obviously it's not as bad as where I grew up at, but it's a nice little remembrance of my first 13 years of life. <laughs> like you know that's that's it's fucked up, dude. Like but that's that's the place you live at, and there's gangbangers and there's gang members and you just can't be affiliated with that shit I'm from the hood I think we I want you guys to know that <laughs> you ain't never been to the ghetto so don't think you know unfortunately the Frank so is not here to debate no things. I know Frank's seen some shit too Frank's from Maryland he's from Baltimore oh, that. how close to where you were is he from uh pretty much the same area that's fucking awesome yeah. that's funny that's that's funny as fuck yeah it's crazy now he I always blank out. How did he end up here? I you say his mom's yeah, from here? Yeah, I think his mom... Yeah, something like that. Does he live with his mom Family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. True. Yeah. Because he, you know, he was in Iraq for a while. And yeah, that I yeah. About, yeah. Shout out to the veterans, man, because... If I take the Mike Birbiglia a joke, because if he wasn't the troops, I'd be the troops, and I'm awful troops. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I went off on the tear of of, of uh, hood life. Um, says the dude in the pea coat and the fancy cabby hat. Uh, but no, Wire's fucking great, dude. You you can't go wrong. Shield, really Shield, good. Shield was awesome, man. Speaking, I of, do want to rewatch the Shield. The Shield, like, I, I loved like the first three seasons. You're wrong there. with everything you're about to say. I know, but I, it just, I don't. Know. No, it became like it's toward the end, like they had to keep doing something big to make it like, oh, now I have to watch it again. Like, like it, that was the point of the fucking show. I just like, I, I did the whole the story. They had to keep digging themselves into further holes to get themselves out of trouble. I get and at that. the very end, Andrea from The Walking Dead had to be the one that Vic Mackey confessed everything to. And he is, she, I, the person you feel the most bad for coming out of that show is Ron. Poor Ronnie got the worst out of anybody. Ah! Shane and his family got a bad rap. Yeah. They deserved it, though. Mara was a psychopath. Yeah. I didn't like her since season three when she fucked up the 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 uh, the black guy that was working for the strike team. Yeah. And the okay. only show yeah. and the only Julian? thing in this world that will ever... Or... No, Julian was the gay cop. 
Yeah. The only thing in this show, that, the only show in the world that will ever make me like Terrence Kate, was a Terrence. Maybe something. Like that. You could be racist. Uh, the only thing <laughs> uh, in, in this world that can make me like Kid Rock is that very first fucking episode of The Shield when they play uh, ball with the ball in their first like suiting up. In that whole show, you got they're setting up Terry Crowley is gonna be, and Terry Crowley is such a recurring linchpin for that entire series. And I go back to the season one editor when he walks in that house and his family's gone and his reaction but it's almost it's overshadowed by the end of season two when they rip off the money train and they're all excited and then it dawns on them what they've just done and they know that life can never be the same and and there's that look where Vic you see Shane look like he's about to cry and then it goes over to Vic and he just got this look on his face like what the fuck and that was it and you're just like and the best part about the shield was it just cut to the, the closing credits and it was just that that silent you just saw Sean Ryan's name come up it was the shaky cam yeah I know and you're just yeah. like it, I get chills talking about it because I need to watch the first two it had seasons. a good theme song too yeah. actually yeah. like it was like a defined you know yeah you know, just like, not the dad just screaming yeah. at you like that was so good that set the tone in the very first episode of that show where it opens up with them chasing that dude down the street oh and how about the Black Ranger Zach Powers is there uh, is is like the one of the main dudes for the first season um, and the comic book shop owner that was hosing the people down was Andre Benjamin from Outcast Andre 3000 huh, he was in the first season of that too but the season 3 with Amadeo no season 2 was Amadeo when he holds when Vic holds his face to the stove fryer yeah. and then he gets retaliation by doing that to Ron to the tune of Tantric's breakdown <laughs> fucking awesome scene dude what season that was, show did great things with music yeah. what season was Anthony Anderson season 4 that was the season with Glenn Close I'm pretty sure okay. no that was the season with, with um, Forrest Whitaker Forrest Whitaker okay Glenn Close I think came after and there, there were Glenn Close was awesome on there too because I, I only watched the show back, back when it was on and that started back in what oh two two was like yeah. the first season. That's, that's ten, almost ten years ago. Yeah, I remember the old uh, the old ads from before season yeah, two started. I watch through that again, which at was some just point it was the old uh, the old promo ads for season two was um just uh, CCH Pounder screaming that Vic Mackey was Al Capone with a badge and then just slamming the fist on the table. She was she was awesome. Sure. But yeah. the person who I loved the most, I think, was Dutch. He was my favorite character. That's and then he goes, David Reese Snell was that that dude's name. And then he yeah. goes to on to be such a creeper on the first season of Sons of Anarchy. I haven't seen. Yeah. That. He was so fucking weird on that. And he's, I think, he's good on Sons, though. Is he still in it now? Did no. he do crossover on to Justified? Was he on there, too? I'm not sure. Walton I Goggins Justified. Is. Yeah, he's yeah. one of the main characters. Uh, Walton Goggins is... You see a lot of, of S.H.I.E.L.D. people end up I wish having somewhere uh, on Sons. Yeah. I wish Walton got... Kurt Sutter. I wish Walton got to uh, do more. Because oh. he's not in enough. Like, he's so good, and I wish he'd just break into film. I mean, he was in... The zombie flicks. He was in Devil's Rejects. It's not yeah. born identity for like two minutes. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> I just think he's grossly fucking underused, and he, he he could be. He's just. I mean, to someone that vile on that show, everything he did was just vitriol. Like it was just hate and aggression for you to love that character. Like you hated him and just felt for him. Lem was the only one. Curtis Lemansky got the worst rap out of. He just. That made me sad. I was jumping the shark, I thought. Fuck I did. you. I did. I, I The show, like it. Lem hands him a grenade. Yeah. I felt like that was the... Like, and then when he's still alive? 
in the car. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was rough. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it was rough, but I, I just... All my like, feels, bro. All my feels. It felt like they knew what they were This should be called spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm ruining the show. <laughs> it's been t- 10 years Dude, since he I had started. He had a rough time on Sons of Anarchy, too, because he, he played Lemons a character. Sons of Anarchy, yeah. too? Really? God he played it. a character on that, too, yeah. I really did Who was he on Sons? He played a guy that got kicked out of the Sons. He wasn't the dude that still had the tattoo they burn off, was he? Yeah. Oh, no! Why how did I not know that? That's one of that's the point of the show. That's what got me into. Or maybe songs. that wasn't Lem. No, okay. it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. Because he said kicked out. He, I, yeah, no. Nah. But there's a certain point where something happens to him too. But dude, I need to finish something. Who the heck was that? The dude that plays Jax is 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 so good. And Charlie I Hoonan. Thank you. Charlie what? Hoonan. He's um. He's a British movie. actor. Really? He's British, yeah. I would not have known that. If you he's an undeclared, actually. Really? Yeah. Kinda like when you see he James, plays, he's like the complete opposite. James Marsters outside of Buffy and yeah. Angel, and then you realize, oh my god, he's not. He just sounds like the whitest dude in the entire yeah. world. <laughs> he did like seven seasons of a show where he just got to be British. Yeah. I really need to watch Buffy. You've never seen it? No. Yeah, you Come did. Avalanche. It's on my it's Make the first it thing through the first season. First season's not great. The first it's good. season, it's like, not great. the certain episodes which go for, like, the story a stuff. A lot of it's X Files Monsters of the Week yeah, episodes. Like, okay. But I love the X Files. But so. the, first, the first season's also, like, seven episodes. Oh, so, really? that's really Or, like, 12 episodes. But it's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ryan Hurst, you play Opie, and Salt is also great. Oh, I would agree. Dude, hey, Danny. What's up? So. <laughs> I. I absolutely agree with that. I want to point out Danny Rain, big fan of my band, America the Robot. She's actually one of the... She's uh, too young for any of us, bro. But uh, she is fucking awesome. Uh, her and her friend Brianne come to our shows. Um, they have been, to, I think, almost every single show we've played fucking since we played a CA House gig two summers ago. They are arguably our two biggest fans. Um, she's actually an owner of the Avenged Sevenfold Sinister Gates custom guitar uh, and I've played it a handful of times and the fact that I haven't robbed her of it yet is amazing because it's awesome Schecter like I really love it but she's uh, she's good people and I'm glad she's listening she's she's awesome uh, hi Danny we all love you well I love you but yeah, you guys but yeah uh, Ryan Hurst <laughs> is really great as Opie he was uh, Gary Bertier in Remember the Titans good movie yeah I really need to go back and watch more Sons now because I, really I got halfway through the first season and I don't know what happened but I was coming off the Rescue Me train and I was yeah. still so in love with Rescue Me that giving my heart to another show I just couldn't do it Sons is so good dude like so it is so me. good I mean if if you want a show that's like the Shield I mean Sounds but good. like oh yeah, yeah same, Sons, same I mean, type it's of Kurt concept Sutter, so and Katie Seagal being fabulous at like mid 50s god she looks good Who's Katie? Is she the uh, Peggy from, fucking yeah, that's, Bundy? Yeah, and from Futurama. Yeah, I can remember. Yeah, yeah. the Calm Avalanche. I know. She is a fantastic actress. And um, uh, Jack's girlfriend, who not uh, not his girlfriend, I suppose, not the not the one who 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 OD'd in the first episode, but the girl that the nurse. Sorry, I was thinking of the yeah, nurse. Yeah, um, she was in the first season of Mad Men. Was she the Jewish girl? I can't think of her name. Oh, uh, the, she owned the Jewish department stores. Yeah, 
Ah, uh, uh, yes. I know who you're talking about now. She came back for one season, too, for like two episodes. I'm trying. Uh, Maggie. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of her name. It's Maggie something. Maggie Smith? No. I can't remember her name. In the no, that's the chicken lady. I know. Why do we keep calling her the chicken lady? From that uh, skit. Maggie Sith. From uh, Downton Abbey, Jersey Shore, or something like that. I did the other day post uh, British Girlfriend with an STD, Downton Scabby. Maggie Smith, she's a fucking cat. But yeah, Maggie Sith. So it was close. Really? So, yeah. Maggie Sith. Holy shit! Maggie I, Sith is I'm the, Sith. I'm Sith. awesome. Yeah. I'm awesome. So. What type of name is Gamma? No one's named Gemma. Gemma. Is it Gemma? Yeah, it's Gemma. Probably Thank you. Gemma. Told you. I haven't seen the yeah. show in a while. And can we discuss how fucking good... Uh... Oh, Hellboy. Help me here. Ron Perlman. Jeez, how did I forget his name? I'm... He just saw it on my screen. No, I didn't see it. I need to stop smoking, dude. This is this is getting bad. My memory is getting awful. <laughs> it was a nice... Go, go back and download this on iTunes. We gave you a really nice shout-out. <laughs> but but yeah, it's mm. Sons is excellent. Ron I mean, Perlman. Ron Perlman. Can you no wrong in my eyes. Ron Perlman is really good, and it's like, and when I see like his name on like a B movie, like I'm just like, man, you're better than this. No, but he's like one of what those. Was he in recently that was really bad. Like he shouldn't have done it. They, uh, he was in that Scorpion King three. He was in That's the witch. He was. was in the season of the witch because. Was, but here's the thing. It's just one of those things. It's kind of like, and, and I, I hearken back to what um, uh, Christopher Walken said about it. And Danny Trejo is the same way. He's like, I just want to be in movies. It doesn't matter if it's gonna be shitty. He was like, I just like. He goes, I like acting. I like doing this. So, you know, you can't blame him. And Ron Perlman, the more money he makes doing these shit movies is how he stays relevant in, in a lot of ways. And it's Hellboy, dude. And he's going to be... Was, I like Hellboy. Hellboy's great. And Drive. He was great in Drive. Yeah. Even though you don't like it because you're I like wrong. Drive. I just can't watch it again. You're wrong. I think it was fun. Did you like Drive? I did like Drive, yeah. Did right. you watch I, it again? Yeah, I would. I just like I I have no I have dragging my nut sack across your face. I just don't want to watch it again. But I loved it. Like the first time I watched it, it I was just like I mean I could watch it again and be okay. I just don't have any drive to watch it again. I'm really sorry. Boo about that. Yeah, Timmy. Boo. That actually worked too, but I have to. I still have to boo the. Boo. I just, have no, I just don't feel like watching it. I did just watch Game of Thrones season two. I haven't watched season two yet. I haven't finished season one. Son of a bitch. It's so... Season one I watched in a day. It's so funny. I literally watched that in a day. The first that... episode was so goddamn boring, dude. Until like the last... Until you get to Khaleesi stories. I love Khaleesi stories. See, that's the part that bored me the most. You're the wrong. No, I, she, I love her. Don't get me wrong. Um, oh, and there's so much foreshadowing in that first episode that you don't even fucking think about it until... Hey, I wonder, because it's called foreshadowing. Well, I mean, like, it's like extremely subtle. Like, like you think back to that episode, and you're like, oh my god, like something really... I'll just fucking tell you, fuck it. Like when she gets into the, into the bath water... In the very first episode, it's really hot, and they're like, Khaleesi, you shouldn't send it, and she's just like, I don't care. It's because she's immune to, like, fire. Yeah. Because at the end of it, the... Stop it! I don't care! Fuck you, it's been a long... It's, it's Season 2 is over now. Get with... How have you not yet watched all Season 1 yet? Are you going to? Yeah. Alright, then I'll shut up. Sarah it's... wants me to watch it, okay. and she, Sarah really likes it. It's fucking amazing. It's great. And Season 1 is literally the book. 
Like, like you can read, watch season yeah. one, and you don't have to read book one. Season two is different because season two they're they're pulling from book one, two, and three, and it gets it, it's like I, I still have to read book two now, even though I just watched the whole season, but. I, from a lot of people I talked to, they said that season two wasn't as solid as season one. And now that I've watched it through, I, I disagree completely. It's more Tyrion's. Um, he, I think he's more the focus of season two, but I mean, that, there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's fucking Peter Dinklage. He's probably in my top five favorite actors. Peter Dinklage and Stanley Tucci and Paul Giamatti. He's like my so, like, character actor dudes. Yeah, you need, well, to, you need to watch John Dies at the end. Who's is Paul, G- Paul Giamatti? Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I fucking love Paul Giamatti, dude. And um, oh my god, I just love that show to death. And then I read, I reread Catcher in the Rye, which I know you. What were you saying that you don't want to read it because it's all about the phonies? Oh god, because it's such awful whiny drivel. It's not though. Like, have you read it? Have you tried to read it? It's literally could not make it through it, dude. Really? How far did you even know? <laughs> I never opened it. <laughs> See, I read it like a long time ago, back in college, just for the hell of it, like on my own. It wasn't Which college? James Challengers. Kind of okay. <laughs> pardon this phrase. Am I, he looks just like Don Draper. It might offend some people. He's a whiny cunt. He's, he's the character is, but the, but he's not. Like I'd uh, just rather put on like my emo record. But you like, haven't read it. You don't even come on. Like it, it's not even a whiny. It is about the phonies, but I'd it's not like to, like the promise ring and be happy with life. It's not. You're looking at it like it's, it's his commentary on phony people, but it's. It's not. It, it's more just this character and how he no, is. It's whiny teen drama bullshit. It's like the hills. And it's book not form. whiny at all. Like he's just he he's this kid who flunks out of school, who who friends Heidi and Spencer. He doesn't want to go home because his parents are gonna be like, "Why did you flunk out?" Because he's in a, it's a private school. It's really expensive. So he has all this money that he takes out that he has left over, and he sells his typewriter. And he's really good at writing too. That was the only thing he was good at was English. So he he just has to kill like four or five days in New York, and that's what it's about. And he's just like observing all these people, and he. You know, it, it's a really fucking good book. I read it in like three. Day, I reread it in three days. When I first read it, I didn't like it that much. And then when I thought back on it, like it was the first time I ever well, read a book. You're funny. It was the first book I ever read, and then liked in hindsight. Like I got it like months after I read it, and suddenly I liked it, and I wanted to reread it, and I did. Don't and say I got it three I, like, months after. Like I, I understood what because I kind of looked at it the same way you did that it was kind of like whining, but it's not. It's a character story, not an observation of culture. It's not a writer observing. It's a writer creating this character There's and people say that in the same way the great gatsby is like a perfect i do like your gatsby they, they say that that's like a perfect the, the great american novel that it perfectly encapsulates the 20s that's what they say about this book for the 50s in new york and they, they both take place in the same city which is where they're reading them back to back now but you should read as catcher in the rye like it's so easy to read for a start because it's so it's completely plain spoken it's like he's sitting there talking to you telling you the story and it's it's you know, which is the great Gatsby. I'm not even like. There's no sad. You got an even bigger violin. You got an even bigger one. So we have crowd questions. Yeah. What's up? Um, have you either of you guys seen Requiem for a Dream? Yeah, it ruined my happiness. Okay, I saw it once. Also, like 14. It is pretty good. Also, I've never seen it. Ass to ass. Okay. Was that Aronofsky? The yeah. Black Swan. Okay, that was well. Pie was his first movie. Wasn't as delicious as you would think it would be. And um, uh, but neither Requiem, of you have seen The Wrestler, have you? No, I really want to. Marissa Tomei naked, right? Uh, I've had that recommended to me by a few people. It's really, really good. I want to see that. Like, really good. With uh, Mickey Rourke, right? Mickey Rourke, yeah. Yeah, that movie's really excellent. But yeah, I've never seen Requiem. I had that and... uh, 
what's the other movie that came, the fighting movie that came out the same year Fight Club no 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 <laughs> yeah. uh, with uh, uh, Christian Bale was it The uh, Fighter might have been called The Fighter yeah no, the, the fighter, fighter was... Yeah, yeah that was Bale, Christian Bale. Because the the there was yeah, a warrior, yeah, too. There yeah, was a yeah, lot yeah. of people fighting that year. But, um, well, warrior, no, warrior no, Warriors more recent. last year, and that yeah. was Tom Hardy. Okay. Right? That was, yeah, I've seen The Fighter. That's I have, good, I have The Fighter, yeah. You have, okay, yeah I had that yeah. in wrestling. I just is, forgot Christian The Fighter was more recent. Melissa Leo... Uh, Amy Adams was she? Yeah, the other Amy one? Adams, yeah. yeah. And then the Christian fight. Bale and um, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg, yeah, okay. Wahlberg, Wahlberg, And what the Warrior was one about the soldiers. That we came just mentioned Mark Wahlberg. They were, they were brothers that were fighting against somewhere, each other. UFC, yeah. Your somewhere, Sarah just she's, got a boner. She did. Because we mentioned Mark Wahlberg. Jeez. She has pictures of Mark Wahlberg. Oh, I know uh, they're wonderful pictures. Uh, Can we discuss the departed for a second? Retarded? The departed. Oh, good movie. That dude is packing fucking heat in so many ways. He's it's not as big as like Dirk Diggler, like but Boogie Nights goddamn close. I need to see Boogie Nights. All right, so I know, uh, I've, I've missed out on. It. I really want I can't to see do it. that because there's a lot of shit I haven't. I was the Supremo. No, I I honestly wish that there. I, I I could totally fix this. Like I should watch Jaeger's copy of of uh, In Bruges, but I haven't yet. Oh, he told me about that. Once. I need to I watch. Think you just ago. don't watch it because you know it's his. No, I really I really do. <laughs> and watch, you don't I, want I to give it back. I have it. I want to make my girlfriend watch Reality Bites, but I'm I afraid that Reality Bites. Good. Fucking Winona Ryder is beautiful. With uh, Matt Dillon in that, or is that something else? What am I thinking of? Swingers? No. With Nev Campbell? Uh, inventing the Abbots, maybe that's what I'm thinking No, I was, I was thinking, I was talking about Reality Bites is Steve Zahn, Janine Garofalo, One and a Rider, and okay. then like uh, Edward, not Edward Furlong, um, Ethan Hawke. Okay. Uh, and Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller wrote it and directed it. And uh, it's actually, it was really mid-90s, but, like, the soundtrack is really good. I mean, it's very Gen X. It's very, like, you know, 90s. Like Empire Records. I, okay, Danny has been, get, been giving me so much shit because I've never seen Empire Records. And she's got to rip my fucking head off. You know what? For it. you, like, you should I know, be right? to see After, like, movie. High Fidelity being one of my favorite I mean, I was going to say movie. High Fidelity is more... Like that's that that's the important one between the two. Empire well, Records, yeah, but Dan Empire Records is still skull out. If she has she high certain high fidelity, she, well, she loves high fidelity, but she also she more than loves Empire Records. Although the only reason that actually the the night that Danny and I met, all we talked, like she we were talking about movies, and then she either quoted that thing you do or referenced that thing you do, well, and I lost my shit because I've only met a handful of people that know either know about that movie or love that movie as much as I do. Very. That movie is the reason I'm a drummer. That thing you do? Oh yeah, I saw, it six, I saw it when I was six, six years old, and and that that movie just. But I watched it recently, a little hokier than I remembered, but it it's is really good. But there's the best line, one of my favorite lines in any movie Stupid is when, huh? Never mind. Go ahead. There's one point where they're like Steubenville. We're gonna play. Jimmy Mattingly goes to walk out of the room. He goes. He goes. Guess I'm alone in my principles. And Steve's on you. Off to write his new song. His hit song, "Alone in My Principles." Steve's on is great in everything he does. <laughs> he's he just he's miscasting a lot of stuff. Um, I even love when he was uh, when he was Phoebe's uh, gay ex uh, boyfriend on Friends. Yeah. 
and he was the, the ice yeah. dancer that turns out not to be gay yeah. but he was really good but that I mean like he then see reality bites because he is um he's gay in that and the whole that was like during kind of the height of like the 90s AIDS scare and whatnot and he mm-hmm. was really scared to come out to his parents and the whole movie is uh there's a basically a documentary being made and it's like these pissy teens or no they're late 20s it's actually really good like late teenage early 20s apathy flick like See, why can't you like catch her on the rye because it's not ham-fisted and like just heavy-handed at you the entire time it kind of is not really you haven't read it. And then it's like the love triangle between like she can be with the lovable slacker in Ethan Hawke or she can be with like the yuppie dude who, you know, kind of takes care of her. And that's Ben Stiller in this movie. And there's a really great rendition of Ethan Hawke singing a uh, Violet, Violent Femme song added up. It's a fucking great rendition of it. Also, the Violent Femmes are really good. I've only heard a couple songs, but I did. You like... should explore more. That entire first record with like blister. Here's the crazy part about the Violent Femmes: they released Blister in the Sun. Came out when you hear Blister in the Sun, you think '90s band. You well, think that was in the '90s. Oh, this is the only band I'm going to talk about for a second. When you hear Blister in the Sun, you think '90s, right? When you think Violent Femmes, you think '90s. Their first record with Blister in the Sun came out in 1983. They were a '90s band before we knew what a '90s band was. Fuck Wilco. Fuck Radiohead. Fuck Nirvana. Violet Fans were the original. Don't say fuck Radiohead. Oh, fuck Radiohead. Well, fuck Wilco. No, don't say fuck Wilco. Oh, I love Wilco. (laughs) Actually, Wilco was a recent development. I lied to you, Trevor. (laughs) Wilco was a band that I I shit on for the longest time and kind of just as just ghost whispering. And then Jaeger forced me to listen to Summer Teeth and my brain imploded. Did you like Yankee Hotel Foxtrot? I have not listened all the way through. I've been so caught up in Summer Teeth, which I once bought at a Starbucks. I'm not proud to say that. Where was Summer Teeth in this? Is that with She's a Jar? I think it's like their second record. Okay, Yankee Hotel was later. I think. Yeah. was that two disc Yankee? Mm. No, no, just, just one. That was the, uh, that was when still with uh, Jay Farrar was still with them. I thought he was still with them. I think didn't he reunite with them recently? I don't think so. Oh, he went made Uncle uh, Jeff, no, Uncle Tupelo was the no, first band. Uncle Tupelo was Jeff Tweedy's original band. Yeah, when he was with, with and they're great. They're he was with Jay Farrar in that band. Right? Yeah. Okay. Do you like Uncle Tupelo? I've heard a couple of their songs. They're good, dude. Yeah. It's fantastic. They have a song that's actually uh, the title. It's a date. Like the title is a date, and it's a fucking great song. It's it's awesome. In fact, I'm glad someone else likes them. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I like, dude. I love Jeff Tweedy. Like he's fucking amazing. Thank like, you. Yeah. I never knew you were a Wilco fan. I, yeah. I've got, Why didn't I know that? I didn't like their. I didn't like the self-titled CD. I didn't like it a lot. I didn't like uh, the one about ghosts. I, I, Ghost I, is born. I think. Yeah, with like the egg on the cover of it. Yeah, that was like ghost whispering. It's like <laughs> it's like any band of horses record that's not the, the funeral. Like I, I, the only one good band of horse records I really like is the one that has the boat on the cover with the water. You don't like the one with like our swords? Like I think it's called the funeral. I couldn't get into it as much as that one. Jizz Avalanche. I know. Now I'm back to hating. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> we got so excited about Woco. What was the other boy? You like Neutrals? Huh? You like Neutral? You know Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what was the name of... Uh, that was just... I, I, they, somebody put 1945... I hate you both. <laughs> somebody put 1945 on Reddit today and I had to listen to that. Um, what was the name of, of Jay Farrar's <laughs> original band? After, after he left Wilco. He, he formed a new band. Wasn't he just Jay Farrar? I thought it was the, it had a name. Like, God, just he wasn't Jayhawks, was he? <laughs> I hope was, not. <laughs> the chicanery needs that. Sorry, go ahead. So anyway, you got some new stories lined up. I do. Cool. I do. We'll segue into other talks. 
I do. Little talks by Monsters and Men. So, Luminary's I love that. Rumor has it that Dane DeHaan from Chronicle, who's going to be in the next Spider-Man movie, is actually going to be Venom. Well, I just came everywhere. Wait, okay, who's gonna be how about this? Time? I'll see that. The dude from Chronicle, do the you, main guy from Chronicle. Do you Chronicle. know that who's... Guy? Yeah. Oh, I'm shocked you let off with that. Do you know who Rhino is? I heard it, but I can't Paul Giamatti. Yeah, that's right. Because he's always wanted to play Rhino. <laughs> Paul Giamatti is in this play Rhino? It's just Bo Rhino? <laughs> now, now Tim just came, so... Yeah, I came for Paul Giamatti. I'm still pretty right. excited about the other dude too. Name I break for Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul, really? Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of having to, to use my breaks to not die on the way here, uh, I was fooled by ceramic deer, right? And that then I, I drove time. right past the ceramic deer and was met by about six real deer crossing oh. the road. And I thought, well played, deer. Well played. That is a fuck. That's fucked up. Yeah, they should take those down because you see it and you're like, oh, it's just like, and then you're confident that you're not going to run any real deer. And then right around the bend, it's like a deer crossing. It How sucked. You, I almost died. I hate that. Did you guys like? You know where I'm talking about, that's right? That's my old house. Really? Yeah. Take, go steal the deer. Is that your old house where yeah. the deer are? Yeah. Oh, shit. It is. Yeah, we should do something about that. Yeah. You know what band I thought about today? Real quick. Sugar Ray. And I remember that I didn't really love them, but there was a hidden gem on one of their records called Falls Apart. There's actually a really good song. Is that a I, single? I thought for the longest time it was called Runaway, and it's not. And then that was on 1459, which had like Sunday on it. And then the oh, record after the self-titled record, just the Sugar Ray title record, um, yeah. has a song called Roller Coaster that's really fucking Not good even Mark too. McGrath wants to hear about Sugar Ray, okay? He's really good at uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. He the, he's one of those dudes that it's hard to dislike him. Same with Stephen Jenkins from Third Eye Blind. That he was just like when it became more about the image than the band, we disbanded. When it wasn't fun anymore, they're we not a band anymore. No, they got back together, and two years ago they put out a record called Ursa Major, worth a fucking listen. It's a great really? record. Sh- um, not sure, great. Third Eye Blind, Ursa like a bear. Third Eye Blind, yeah, it's a bear on the cover. Third Eye Blind for the record, never put out a bad record. Even no, when their label dropped them, extremely their, underrated. Oh, their first record is so much more than semi charm life that whole thing dude motorcycle drive by graduate losing a whole year Nar- um narcolepsy god of wine whole record is flawless i it's been a while since i listened to it start blue to sketchy but blue had i'll never let you go that's a great song i'll never let you go I love that song. But oh, no. now that's that. Who? Uh, da, 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 yeah, da, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I but I will when this is ever remind me to pull up that yeah. there's a uh, really good third eye blonde song off Ur- Ursa Major that uh, is so patently them, but Stephen Jenkins can just destroy it. I would love to see them live. Does he play guitar? Does he just do vocals? I think he just does vocals. Okay. But the same with Sugar Ray decided that it wasn't fun anymore. It's like Huey Lewis. There wasn't any in band fighting, and they're about as important as Huey Lewis was. Um, There's no in-band fighting. It was just, eh, people stopped showing up. It wasn't really fun anymore, so we disbanded. And then Mark has got involved in entertainment news and whatnot. And they're one of those bands that, like, their shtick was kind of meant to fizzle, I think. Like, yeah, there's no way they never thought, that. and I still like Fly. I still think Fly is a pretty good song. I can't do that. <laughs> For a 90s song, I mean, I've uh, just compiled one of you, you the... No, it's on the lower totem pole of I liked Every songs. Morning better. It's... Is I like Every called? Morning. Yeah. Dude, 
It's they rank up, to me sugar or sugar ray's early stuff ranks about as high as uh, lens steal my sunshine. I wouldn't put them that low. I like lens <laughs> steal my sunshine. Oh, look, sugar ray is like there's like they're like harmless. Like there's nothing about. Did you ever listen to the first sugar ray record? The very first sugar it was ray very record punk wasn't it? It was very fucking aggressive. It was like Chili Peppers aggressive. It's like how did they go from that to suddenly like I don't know. It's like they they got together and they all wanted plants. They just wanted to fly. That's, that's I think happened. they just they. they a band they play like made a record that had a and had a reggae do the same time that that song was hitting prodigy had out smack my bitch up how weird are those two oh is this because we're talking about music still or is this something else yeah oh okay did you guys like the new spider-man okay first of all i, I, I want to i want to quote uh, trevor trevor moore from uh from whitest kid you know how one of my favorite tweets about that which was uh this isn't your slightly older brother's spider-man um okay listen i love andrew garfield i do i do too i love emma stone she's beautiful in many ways i love uh, dennis leary dennis leary who is really funny because he looks just like Willem, Defoe. Willem Defoe. I never thought about that. Are you just that. putting that yeah. together, you dumb motherfucker? Hey, now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that he is our Ming. Uh, I treat him like <laughs> Brian treats Ming. Don't worry about it. Um, Come on, tell me. What is a Ming? Small cast. Just... Oh, okay, okay. Real quick, side note. Am I the Carl Pilkington? Oh, no. You know what that is? Um, dude. You guys don't know what Carl... Real, real ah, quick. I know what you... Uh, oh, don't keep talking. I know real, something real you quick. don't know. Small cast this week. Did you listen to it? Yeah. With why Bry? Yeah. God damn it. I was hoping I could spill that to you. Why Bry might be my new favorite thing they're going to do. Because Brian Johnson is goddamn amazing. Brian Johnson is so, really awesome. The, the best line was he said, the best I can give you is I'll stop doing the Ming impression. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go with your... Uh... No. Uh, and I love Risa Fons. He was great in five-year engagement. Who was he? he? The, the fucking lizard. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude... Fucking I don't keep track of. Uh, I'm not a fucking encyclopedia for everybody and everything ever. No, that's why. Me that's why I don't do one of these podcasts. That's, <laughs> that's why, why I do we, a gaming podcast. Although, dude, vinyl, get me back in my element. I'll vinyl, fucking wipe the floor with. Vinyl you. Jeopardy could be a thing if we wanted to do it. <laughs> vinyl Jeopardy, dude. We had that conversation together. No, we didn't. I said I, I would wanted, love that, if and I, I was that. the drunk one. I said we should start a podcast. Was called, I drinking? I don't know. It was the night that I. Uh, I would remember Vinyl Jeopardy you about <laughs> yeah, your ability you of. Was I drunk? Yeah. I questioned you on your ability of uh, tongue magic, and I said, if you want to find love, you got to go down, if you know what I'm referring to. And I said it really loud. This? I don't remember this at all. It was the night it you was, guys got me real fucked up. the last time we went up. out on a Thursday. Is that the night? That was the night we all went to King's, and Ian was almost falling asleep in a stack of pancakes. Was I no, there? No, no. You were there. <laughs> you were there. I was screaming at you that night. Yeah. Expletive. I don't remember. <laughs> I screamed at you to find love. You we gotta the, eat pussy. We That's why I yelled at you. And orange juice. <laughs> maple and orange juice. Oh wait, it's coming back. Wait, <laughs> wait, maple and orange juice. Frank and was we there sat too. there, and I said I wanted to start a podcast with you, and you said what's it? You said what's about? I said it a music podcast called Vinyl Jeopardy, and I thought it was the funniest. What thing did in the I world. eat? Dude, I don't know. You got, you got your. I was the drunk one. You got your typical King's breakfast that you get there. I don't remember this. I would have remembered Final Jeopardy. I it's feel memento. Like... He's just coming to. Oh my god! I really don't remember. Is this the night that I? Did everybody kept buying me drinks? Ooh, there was no. some drinks. No, no, no it wasn't no, no, that no. night. That was a Friday, dude. Oh, it was me, you, Frank, and Trevor sitting in that side booth, like in the corner, by the, back in by the, the corner, mirror, or by yeah. the window. 
you know, the big. Oh, booth. we were talking about eating pussy. Now I remember. <laughs> Thank you. I've said we it three times. We went to Kings after that. We did, and Ian should not have gone to Kings. And I got into Sarah's car, and I looked at her like dead in the eyes, and was like, "Baby, can we listen to Skrillex?" That was a sentence I said. That was a sentence that came out of my How mouth. How do you feel about Skrillex? I like dubstep. I do a little. Wah, 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 wah. It's, I listen to it more out of interest than like enjoyment. I like uh, a lot of dubstep. I, Skrillex isn't just you know, Skrillex was my gateway, but Pendulum, Nero, Flux Pavilion. It's um, like there's so much room for like mixing shit up on dub. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, and there's better dubstep artists than uh, Skrillex is like the Nickelback of dubstep. But I wouldn't Skrillex do it that far, but, got, but yeah. Skrillex led people into viewing dubstep. Relatively sat in the in England for years since the nineties. He's gonna cry. We gotta stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. We talk about something you don't know about. Back. To, this is how I feel with like I don't know but everything. <laughs> we're wrestling mostly. Because um, I can I can even go on par with him for wrestling too. Are you proud of that? Uh, yeah, I like wrestling. It's okay to like it's wrestling. Been a, it's it's not... been a while. I like wrestling and fish, goddammit. <laughs> In the same day. You... Um, no, I, I grew not really grew up watching wrestling. I kind of shit on it for a long time, but Ralph got into it, and I watched 2005. It was Taboo Tuesday, so long-ass time ago. And the match that sold me on it, it was a cage match between Ric Flair and Triple H. And I've never seen a human being bleed that much, but also that That's... show... An average Ric Flair match. That, yeah. I've never seen a hemophilia. Just a beat gusher his, or something? Oh, yeah, dude. And it's not fake. He just bleeds that yeah. much. Um, uh, woo! And then hemorrhage. Like, that's all Ric Flair. And the best, the best, one of my one of my favorite match. and this was way, this was two years before they made it, uh, no, a year before they made it, uh, Cyber, 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 Cyber Sunday. Sunday. I don't know what any of that. Oh my god. That's Ric Flair bleeding. Do they always hit him in the head with a chair? No, it's no. just you if you hit him in the head once he's like a hemophiliac baby, he just starts bleeding. Like Are you sure there's like a ketchup packet on his no, head? No, because no, no one dude. Yeah. So it's this match between Triple H Triple H picks up the great equalizer. Did you just type Ric Flair blood. <laughs> bloody Ric Flair. I call I call all used tampons Ric Flair's. Oh, Oh, <laughs> so so I was gonna tell you. Um, uh, no, but the but the the only thing that tried to it was like wrestling was trying to to goad me into liking it, and then Stardust came out, Gold Dust, Gold, Gold Dust came out, and that was a mistake. But then I was like, <laughs> I'm kind of back into this. It, I'll show you a video of Gold Dust, and you will be very confused. But didn't Gold Dust rebrand himself as someone else? I mean, he did a couple times, but after after he was Gold Dust, he yeah, did something but, else. I mean, he's come back as Gold Dust. Though. Is he still it's out a mistake. There? It's not great. It's like the yeah. it's like the glam pop of wrestling. Kind of, yeah. I remember beating the crap out of Gold Dust in Warzone. Shut up. <laughs> the worst wrestling game. I liked it. WCW vs. NWO Revenge. No, I love that one too. That one was good. I will hook no up my, the best. I will hook up my sixty four and we will play some revenge. I could do that. Would you guys down? I'd be down. Would you guys yeah. down was the sentence. Would you guys down? Would you guys down? Harkens back to the first time uh, America the Robot ever played a show. Uh, I was writing down things to ask the venue and what I wrote down and I didn't mean to was what time show up and that 
became a running <laughs> joke in all of America Robots shows is what time show up. Speaking of, I made an announcement that America Robots playing at the Smiling Moose in April. You guys are coming to that. Tickets are $8. What day is it? It's a Saturday. You can come to the show. Take that day off and come to our show. It's in April. It's, oh, it's, it's in April. Y'all go right now. And you'll be done by the time we're going to yeah. play. So you close way before five. Is it downtown? We close at five, yeah. It's on the south side. Okay. Do, you know where, do you know where Diesel is? I'm sure Ralph will be there. Do you know where Diesel or the Cheesecake Factory? Yeah, okay, I know where it's Cheesecake Factory is on that stretch. But when you first turn on to that road, like you're going down to the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. And there, you know where the exchange is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Southside, yeah. it's like right across the street from the exchange. Oh, okay, wow. And there's a Starbucks right there. And you're playing with like two other bands, right? Uh, very good friends of ours in the band. We must save the princess. Yeah. And the head, uh, the band called Our Family Portrait. Who they're new to me, but they're originally a band called. Um, Oh, starting at the finish line. I, I feel like I'm messing up, and I, I'm sorry if I am, but Our Family Portrait, uh, they're playing, and I think we're opening because we're new to this. Uh, but the headliner, All We Are, we've played a few gigs with them. They're really cool guys, really great band, very talented band, pop-punk oriented. You, you'll dig them. Um, and I think you're going to really like We Must Say the Princess because they're really good friends of mine. Um, what kind of, are they also pop-punk? They call themselves, they refer to themselves as Happy Hardcore, which is pop-punk with the occasional scream in. Kind of early, uh, early newfound glory. That's what oh, you're okay. getting into. Some four years strong now, but you probably don't understand that one. That reference. Uh, Is that like a? Uh, they're a band now. Four years strong. Oh no, I don't get that. And uh, they're a very good band. Uh, they suck now. They just turn into a Foo Fighters cover band essentially. But they started out a, a very aggressive pop punk band. Do you like the Foo Fighters anymore? I love the Foo Fighters. Yeah, Dave Grohl just yeah. did two very good podcasts. The last CD was good. Wasting light. Yeah. The, the last one was alright, but the one before that and the one before that I didn't like a whole lot. Yeah, those were kind of the down period. Foo Fighters. Yeah, they to me their best record is still the color and the shape. Everlong. Not just I mean Monkey Wrench. Everlong. Uh, I think Hey There Johnny Parks on that record. Yeah. I, like, I also like the one right after that a lot. I feel like it's underrated. All, uh, all nothing my life. left to lose. Is that one? Yeah, all, yeah. All my life learn to fly. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not all my life. That's. Uh, I thought that was the same time. No. Isn't that the really hard? No. Learn to no learn or er, learn all, to fly. All my life is on the learn one. Learn to fly. Breakout. Breakout. All my life is on the one that has. Uh, it's the one times like that. these. Yeah, on, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Times like these. Is a really like, good that was song. a good song. Yeah, that's I, a hard riff to play. I've tried to learn it a few times. It's really difficult. But yeah, I, I like yeah, nothing left to lose a lot. I like the riff on that and the color and the shape. I like um, I like the one with uh, oh god, the best of you on it. The one I like the song. And then they did like that, not show your bones. That's the yeah, 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 with the skin and bones. Like they did like the acoustic yeah. version of it. I even liked um, uh, Echoes, Grace, whatever the one that had four four titles. The one with like Pretender on yeah. it. And there was a really oh, great okay. song. If you I never like the song Pretender, hold on. Well, even though the opening is Stairway to Heaven, yeah. um, there's a song on that record called Long Road to Ruin, and it's actually the best song they wrote. In in fact, when we're done, pull it up. It's one of the best songs that they wrote in a while, and that's when Taylor Hawk. Went to drum for uh, Cohen Cambria. Oh, well, Cohen Cambria's studio for their Good Apollo Two record oh. was Taylor Hawkins, but their their touring drummer until Josh Eppert came back was Chris Penny from Dillinger Escape Plan. Look at all that true story. So, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about some others. So, speaking of video games, oh thank God, yeah, none of us were. Um, we we talked about video games like two minutes ago. Like so, um, there was a movie a couple years ago. I don't know if any of you remember it. Uh, Hitman, the Timothy um, Oliphant yeah. version of the video game, and it 
wasn't good. good. Wasn't good at all. Timothy Oliphant even admits to it and he didn't really like that movie. Yeah, so they're rebooting it. Okay. And the Vin person Diesel. playing Hitman. Can we guess at this? Vin Diesel. No. Really? Close. Is it a bald actor? No. But you're close with Vin Diesel. Paul Walker? Paul Walker? Yes. I could see no. that. No. Paul Walker's playing Hitman. No, you can't. And he's so dedicated to the cause that he's going to shave his head. Paul Walker. Don't do that. Hold on. G- Paul hear me Walker? Out. Hear me out. The first Fast and the Furious is a really good movie. I disagree you know what? with that, too. But the, the first, first one is good. In the fact, first one is I good. I like Too Fast. I didn't like Too Fast. But I the third one is good. I can't even participate. Too okay. Too can good. I just say? And Fast Five is really good. It's good, right? It's not like... It's not a brilliant movie by imagination, but if you want a good popcorn flick like, that keeps you interested, it's good. Uh, okay, watching The Rock, who I think is a fantastic actor. Oh, uh, he's really, he's a really good actor. He's an art, yeah. Walking yeah, Tall okay. was really good. Scorpion King is actually pretty good. I wasn't a fan of Scorpion King. No, nowhere near as good as the Mummy movies. But well, the Mummy movie, Mummy Two was weird. Mummy Three sucked. I like Mummy Two. It, it, Mummy Three wasn't fucking, good. It, Two and the Dragon Emperor wasn't. Emperor Mummy wasn't Two, great. They, it got too fucking nonsense with like the throwing. But the, I mean, the first one was really good. First one was great. First one was like modern the Indiana Jones. First, the second one made me happy because they gave Jonathan more stuff to do. And I really liked. I, I like Jonathan. Character. Yeah, he's really good and fucking. Smart. I like most Body of Autos. the Rock's movies, like Gridiron Gang. Yeah, that one was actually. He's really got like two coming out right now that I really want to see. He's got that uh, snitch coming out that looks pretty good. Yeah, and he's then in, he's got the one with Mark. he's in GI Joe, the new GI Joe. I don't know uh, he's about all Fast that nonsense. Six, which is, but Fast Five is my favorite part of that. Be cool, would be cool. That's what it was called. Yeah, the follow up to it wasn't good, but The Rock was yeah. really good. In it. I like I like yeah. the fact that uh, well, okay, Get Shorty was a really good movie. Then they made Be Cool, which wasn't great. Uh, I liked um, I liked uh, Vince Vaughn's character. Um, yeah. The Rock as the effeminate bodyguard yeah, was amazing. Really good, yeah. um, but I think my some of my favorite parts. Um, Twinkle, Twinkle, is that what that was from? My some of my favorite parts were seeing Uma Thurman be hot because Uma Thurman is hot. But seeing Uma Thurman, I didn't shut this off today. No, did you see that seeing picture on Uma, Reddit? Did they put it was like a like a photo from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, and it hit her and Bruce Willis. I'm pretty sure wearing the same mom jeans. But at the time in the '90s, they were just called jeans. She's just really fucking hot in that picture. That's what I was going for. Um, speaking of, uh, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, what I wanted to say was uh, seeing her dance with John Travolta was pretty great because you know Pulp Fiction. I saw it. I saw it recently again. It was on TV, and I I, I was on the computer, and it was just on. It's not a good movie, but it, you can sit through it. It's we're not be cool. So yeah, like, Get Shorty's great though. Get Shorty's good, but once get you get to the part really where, where yeah. they're trying to get because Christina Milian, yeah, yeah, to, uh, fuck off with that. Hey, uh, watch her video for Drop It Low. Oh, I'm not saying she's. I mean, and she watch her cover herself in black goo. You know who's nowhere near, way hotter than she gets to do for is Shakira. I think. Uh, she's she doesn't the, get a whole. You don't hear a lot about between it. her and Morrissey's Wookie voice that they do is pretty great. Um, however, she had a record in '05 and I'm had Googling a song right off of it. Also, boobs called. There's a, okay. First of all, let's talk about her old stuff. Objection Tango. It's a pretty good song. I didn't. Oh. I don't actually know her discography. Right. Okay. If you want a song boobs. that's weird, how did we get from Hitman and Paul Walker to Shakira? If you want a great song that's confusingly good from her, it's called "Why Bother." Don't bother. Shakira's butt is a YouTube channel. I'm sure it is. Have you seen the video for "She Wolf"? I'm gonna see men wolf. I just did an image search for. I'm gonna look at her. She's like Jessica Alba with. So speaking of Wookie. 
the standalone Star Wars movies? Yes, they are. They have okay, official okay. spinoff films. Okay, can I can I can I get mad about this for a second? Can I get no, mad about this for a second? You're not allowed to get mad. Okay, hold on. Let me get mad about this. It's awesome. It is. I love Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. A. Now we have the option to maybe see a Boba Fett movie, which I would come buckets. Um, I'm sure it's going to happen. I'd like a standalone Yoda movie. Yes. But here's my problem. Here it comes. No, I think you're going to agree with me on this. Marvel announces... Disney. Sorry. Disney. Disney announces they're no longer going forward with the 3D releases. Yeah. Which I think is smart, although yeah, it makes I me mad that you. I won't get to see Empire Strikes Back in 3D. I don't give that big of fucks, though. So, fucks capacitor. So, uh, when I have no more fucks to give, I've reached my fucks capacitor. Um... What I was going to say was, you say you want to focus all your attention on the new Star Wars movie, Episode 7. But then you announce, we've abandoned... Hold on, Dick Basket. We've abandoned the 3D releases to focus on one. And then we're like, but we're going to do all these standalone features. But just because they're doing standalone, the same people aren't going to work on the standalone and... Like the main episodes. Because J.J. Abrams is not going to be working on the Boba Fett or the Yoda movie. He's not going to do nothing but Star Wars for his Right. He's, he's he's doing Star Wars and Star Trek forever now. That's Shakira's husband? He looks like a... J.J. Yeah. Abrams just became like the geek god. No, but J.J. Abrams... Because became, he's doing Star Trek J. and Star no, Wars. What just happened was, you watched J.J. Abrams become the Comcast of sci-fi. He's, a, he's an unregistered <laughs> monopoly. <laughs> the Comcast of sci-fi. That's what I'm referring to. And I am completely for it. I love J.J. Abrams. Cloverfield. Watched it. Loved it. Super 8. Fucking love it. I'm still confused with Shakira. Fucking lost. lost. Yeah. Fucking Len, lost. Lens the Alias was great. I, I still haven't watched Lost or And now you motherfuckers need to watch talk about Felicity, but... With Kira, Carrie Russell? Carrie Russell had. Not. She's not what? on there, but have you what seen? What Wait, wait. Hold on. Have you seen The Americans yet? I watched your first episode. I do want to watch that. Good. She's not hot? And she's, yeah. she's fantastic. Are you fucking kidding Watch me? The Americans and then come buckets. You don't to give her, her curly haired brunette? Hang on a She's not good on Felicity. I thought she was. What? Which every time I played uh, Goldeneye, I always want to call Facility Felicity. Weird. I typed I in Carrie Russell and it, the first auto populated is Carrie Russell Feet. Uh, you. That's a strange fact. With every female celebrity, you will see the word feet come up in their Google search. Because people are fucking weird, I guess. I don't know. I'm, How did, I'm dude, hang on. Some feet before. Uh, really? I think they got to be really cute feet, but I'll jump onto some feet. It's a stupid feet. Wait, do you, they'd have to be really cute feet, or I mean, did you see? You said, hang on. I don't okay. really care. Come here, Carrie Russell, dude. Come on, like she's, she's gorgeous. gorgeous. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> we just sent you back into the fifth dimension, dude. Look, Zella. She's a uh, she's a lovely woman. Watch the Americans, dude. It's a really good show. How do you know? Also, this new season of Archer's been great. I don't know. I, uh, I need to watch that again. She's kind of plain. And, well, he doesn't like. Uh, you know what I'm going with this? No, I don't. Lena Dunham. I don't. I kind of see that can't one really a compare bit. it though. Well, no, because she's a gorgeous woman. And then Lena have Dunham you seen is. her cover of Entertainment Weekly? Lena Dunham. It's on. Is that where she's got like the the just like the close up on the face? No, that was well, yeah. There's a close up on the face, but no, she's I wearing really dark eye makeup and that. is really pretty. I would really love to like do a podcast where we don't mention Lena Dunham. Like I really we have would. to. Wait, we like want her. to make you okay. If I can find that I like fish, you can find that you like 
Is there something somewhat Kevin Smith about? Well, you know what? I love, I know I'm the I guy have that loved always... fish for years. I love catfish. There's... I love cod. I love... <laughs> that that was me. the simplest goddamn joke. Are you in seventh grade? <laughs> it got him. It did. Have you met him? Uh, several times. <laughs> <laughs> what was we talking Oh, yeah. What dude. was we talking about? Well, I know, I know. The, the girls as a show has something very Kevin Smith about it that I think if you stuck with it, you might eventually start this, to like it. Dude, just fit, get Shut past up. the first goddamn fucking episode. You're not a quitter. You're not a quitter. <laughs> More than anyone I know. I end up you, watching stuff like way longer than I should sometimes. But you would restart Wings if you thought about it now. Not really. The show. You don't really like Wings. I mean, it's it's all right. How about I mean, Cheers? I've I actually watched Cheers a little bit recently. Cheers. Like, I just want to sit out. Like, like about a month ago, I watched like. How about episodes. Becker? No, Becker was fucking well, fantastic. Know. You know who his medical assistant was, right? Oh, Amanda from the Saw films. Oh, his apprentice. He's, he's no longer interested. You <laughs> said Saw films. Yeah, it's just know. really funny watching um, Shawnee Smith be in a comedian role when she murdered people in the Saw franchise. I did like her though. Murder. I like the black dude. Murder. The blind. So murder. speaking of JJ Abrams, the blind black guy is also in High Fidelity. Speaking uh, of JJ Abrams, Lisa Bonet. No, it's a- <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to laugh at something I said, but that was really funny. Speaking of J.J. Abrams yeah, yeah. and video games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I know this. Say. I know this. Right. So I him and Gabe right. Newell did a Gabe panel Bang. at GDC. Gabe Newell and J.J. Abrams did a panel? Well, they were like keynote speakers oh, at okay. GDC. And they said that they want to do Half-Life and Portal games and movies together. I would love Maybe a Half-Life. Maybe we could get a fucking Half-Life 3. I don't know if I'd want to see a Portal movie. Why would you want to see a Portal, Portal movie? could work because of the humor, especially in there, the second There's a lot one. of humor, but I, yeah. I feel like that's really tied to the game. The experience, yeah. <laughs> Where Half-Life is an interactive I'm movie. I'm tied to train tracks. Uh, it always threatens my life when we disagree. It's fun, right? It's really <laughs> it's fun. It's going to drown me in cum or, or just tie me to train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> that just reminds me. What Remember, that remind you of? there was this time where Timmy didn't want to get the achievement in Red Dead Redemption, uh-huh. the dastardly achievement, which you had to tie a woman up and set her on the train tracks and let the train run over her. Too mean. To, yes, he thought I didn't want to do it. So when he was like, his Xbox was at my house. So when he left. Oh no! Me and no. Oh, oh, oh. That's so mean, Timmy. I, I feel really bad. <laughs> we about got that. the dastardly achievement on his Xbox. I almost started a whole new account. <laughs> it was pretty awesome, and Timmy is now dastardly. But I never harvested a little sister. But you are dastardly. Have you beaten Bioshock yet? I haven't even touched Bioshock yet. You never played it at all. Yep. How am I surrounded by people who haven't beat that? Jaeger's the only guy who beat it. Thank you, Jaeger. Thank you, Jaeger. I have Jaeger. his copy. Oh. So by the transitive property, I know what happens. I don't think that's true. So it's not. if we want to go back into Star Wars, um, Episode 7, rumor has it, uh, John Noble from Fringe, and he played Denethor in Return of the King. I was hoping that you were going to say... May, may end Bruce up being Willis's, the main villain in Star Wars Episode 7. Bruce Willis's daughter was going to be in the film. Because her name's Rumor, Rumor Willis. Willis. That was good. Fact, that, that Adele song, Rumor Has It. That she I was like. in uh, House Bunny, I think. Rumor Willis? Yeah, she was the ugly one. So-and-so. Watch her face. Yeah. I actually really like the House Bunny. I do, too! Was, Emma Stone! Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he may end up being the main <laughs> villain in Star Wars Episode I, I Seven. I just started laughing and thinking about it. Uh, fuck, underrated, it's a really good movie. movie. It's oh, yeah. underrated flick. I, I kept hearing it was underrated, and I finally watched Anna it. Anna Ferris just married to one of my favorite marriages. She's married to the guy, uh, fucking Chris Pratt from uh, really, yeah, from Parks and Recreation and Zero mm. Dark Thirty. Have you seen that picture of him? What he did to his body? When I say the phrase shredded, I mean the dude got shredded. He put on so... I mean, I didn't know he was... What did you say he got He got really... Uh, Moneyball. Well, Moneyball. Now, he, was he money ball as well. took that... Oh, and also I wanted to point out before I go off the site, they're making a Godzilla film for next year that looks yeah, amazing. Um, but Brian Cranston and Elizabeth Olsen went on the went on the bill. Brian Cranston, yeah, okay. and Elizabeth Olsen, who's actually a fantastic actress, and she's she's good in liberal arts. Uh, she was really Josh good Radner in movie. the film Silent House that did nothing. Silent House is shot in real time and is actually a really fucked up horror film. Is that like a paranormal activity kind of thing? Hmm. No, it's I can't even explain that flick. The turn it takes, it's way more about child abuse than anything. I don't it's really. a good... No, watch it. And there's some really fucked up scenes and some shit that really messes with your mind. See, I don't dig on horror. That's, uh, it's more psychological than anything. Watch it. Don't be such a cum dumpster. <laughs> um, hold on, I gotta look. Oh, have we seen the trailer for Pac Rim? Pacific Rim? Guillermo del Toro's new flick? No. I, yeah, I showed you it. You I, showed I, we we watched it at my house. Did you guys see the trailer for Evil, the second Evil Dead trailer? Yeah, I'm very excited for it. I, they're playing it way more as a straightforward horror film than they are as like the black horror film that it was <coughs> with your black, you know, comedy slash horror film. That I could see why they would do that because it's hard to emulate that kind of. Oh no, and you don't have fucking Bruce Campbell on the bill. Yeah, yeah. So do something, but but, but then why make it anyway? I guess if you're not gonna. Now is Sam Raimi on this though? I believe so. Isn't he? he, I think he's probably like a producer or something. I don't I think he's directing. For I have you. a voicemail. Um, uh, you also. Neglected. Actually, you silenced a call from. Uh, Don't talk about that. From your Pakistani princess. We were talking princess. on the thing, and I didn't want to. <laughs> All right, so we nearing the end of it. Yeah, um, that's an early show for us. So hey, Facebook broke the internet. By the way, how so? Um, there was a a a Facebook bug pretty much took down the entire internet. Um, basically, major websites like CNN, Huffington Post, ESPN, Gawker, The Washington Post, BuzzFeed were all broken because of a glitch with Facebook. It all started with the Facebook Connect stuff. Any website that had the Facebook Connect went down. Awesome. <laughs> so Facebook Googled Google. Facebook is Skynet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're just realizing this? But well, now you that know, it's shut Here's the a fun down. fact about Facebook. If you, and I've said this to him, and I said it to you, if you have Facebook in an open tab and you're on other things like Google searches, it's Facebook monitors what you do. Yeah. And this isn't just crazy crackpot theories. It uses it to populate the ads on Facebook. Yeah, that's how it knows that I'm totally into animal porn. So that's kidding. I'm fucking kidding. I'm, I don't know. You were talking about foot porn a little bit ago. Was it? <laughs> foot porn? No, it's just a foot fetish. Like, you see a really pretty set of feet. And you I just want to just, yeah. No, not crank one out, but you want to be like, those are gorgeous feet. Oh, so you don't crank it out, but you do look at feet. Yeah, like, every now and then, I see some feet situation going on. I suck some toes. That's, just, yeah. But I wouldn't look at pictures of them. I'm looking at pictures of them on the internet. they got to be really attractive feet. Like Mia Wallace's feet in Pulp Fiction. Like, good enough feet to get oh, you, like, wait. thrown out of a window. Uma Thurman's feet? <laughs> Uma Thurman has... You no, know, we saw Uma Thurman's feet in Kill, Kill Bill. Bill. They're not that pretty. No. Big toes. Wait, oh, your big toe. Big toes. 
man toes. You wiggle my dick. Man hands, too. That's how she beat Pi May. Man chin. <laughs> she respected Pi May more, way more than. Uh, oh, I want to watch Ellie? Bill again. How was her name? Oh, Daryl Hannah. Hannah's character. Oh shit! Uh, What's her I name? Can't think of she it. wasn't Black Mamba, was she? No, that, that was, was Vanessa uh, Williams, right? I mean, Vivica A. Fox. Vivica yep, a. Fox, that's yeah. the one I meant. Fucking racist! Oh shit, that is racist. They're almost the same person. No, they're not. No, I didn't say racist. <laughs> so what have we learned today? They do look alike. Timmy's a racist. They do yeah. No, no, they don't. Think about it. I, mean, I would if... say Vivica A. Fox and like Aisha Tyler. I was just gonna say alike. she's like in between. But I love Aisha it's Tyler. getting more racist the more I talk about it. She plays Halo. <laughs> I mean, if you want, we can go into the four situations that make white people feel racist. Is that a thing? It's a cracked article. Yeah, I saw it the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Number four is names. There's that really good episode of uh, the Key and Peele sketch <laughs> with the substitute teacher. He's reading the names. D-Nice. Is it, that's what I was thinking of. D-Nice. Wasn't Timothy one of them? A-A-Ron. <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> I like A-A-Ron. <laughs> you mean Aaron? And he just freaks out. <laughs> D-Nice. Nice was hot. <laughs> Food is number three. <laughs> I want because you chicken. know I want some yeah. Chinese buffet. Well, you said it. I really want you fucking racist. I mean, it was on. It was in the list. <laughs> Movie villains. I want Chinese buffet too, but I can't. Carbs. <laughs> yeah. You just have. I was gonna say have some rice, and I was like, that's the worst offender. Steak. I could have like endless steak. Like that's all. I can get like wontons. Is there? Is it still there? Now? Yes. Like right now? No. No. Is there a 24 no. hour China buffet anywhere in the world? No. Probably. It's, it's one o'clock in the morning, Tim. Is it already? <laughs> Why'd you say like like an old person? Like, is it already? I just was going to go and play video games. But I don't know how much. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that about ends it for us. That wraps um, it up. Timmy's a racist. So, yeah, you I can, uh, you can go stumble into it. Somewhere. Check us out with stumble our upon. new, my favorite, with our new easier when I pirate web music. site. Sorry. At spiderduck.net. That's gorgeous. Thank you. Spiderduck.net. I should add it to my homepage. <laughs> you should make it your homepage. I, no. I have Google. I use Google Chrome. I don't oh, okay. like the set. I like to use just the main template. He uses Google search bar when he has to get to his feet in a hurry, I think. <laughs> That's a feat in and of itself. If I could talk. That was all right. I'll, yeah. I'll let you have that one. Yeah. By the foot, motherfucker. It's a gay joke. Is that, that like because you're six? What? Yeah, I was trying to figure out. Because I'm what? I was just I was trying to figure out. what? I was trying to go where you were going with that. Because you're. You like, ain't going where I'm going. Probably not. You Hope. can't go where I'm going. Where There's I'm going, no I need roads. Ah! End it. End it there. That's an ender. <laughs> Was that gay stuff? <laughs> Your gay stuff. I hope that was the last word. <laughs> You've been listening to a product of Spider Duck Internet Radio. Check us out at spiderducknetwork.com and follow us on Twitter at spiderducknet.